Hi guys, good evening. I'm here once again and I want to give you a snippet of what you'll be expecting very soon. I would be giving you um a brief story, actually, one you would really enjoy and just stay connected and engage. If you get this link or you get this message, please do well to just open it, listen to it, and have fun. Enjoy yourself. Thank you. He wanted me. I was shy. I didn't know what I wanted. I was confused. I was sad because I knew he didn't actually want me. He wanted my body. How would I even give him my body? But then there's, there's this other thing. There's this other thing about it that just makes me so happy. The way he cares for me, the way he adores me, the way he talks to me. He calls me sweet names. It just, it just takes me away. It takes everything away all my brains everything i do at that moment just goes immediately calls me my love it's like there's this thing there's this thing about him that just triggers me and i don't know do i really want him or i'm just after the names he calls me because every time i see myself doing one particular thing i i just i just tend to go back to the voice notes he sent to me on whatsapp and then i listen to it and listen to his voice and listen to how he just calls me my love honey sugar opium my heart ululufemi and at that point it's like everything just vanishes everything he does to me just vanishes it's like to take away my whole brain and at that moment i just forgive him for everything he, he keeps doing to me and everything he has done in the past goes away and the ones he's even going to do <laughs> he goes away even before he does it he's not crazy what kind of world have i come to what kind of bondage is this i am tired i'm very tired i want to be loved i don't want this type of love but why come why can't i just i don't know why can't why can't why? <laughs> it's just so sad I just thought that whenever I get so confused like this and I have no one to talk to, I end up stuttering. My name is Lapisi and this is the story of my life. It has been a very crazy journey. One full of stress and pains, happiness which did not last. Unnecessary sadness, unnecessary joy, and lastly, peace, peace of mind. It has been a journey. And my therapist said, if I do not share this story with people, I'd probably have a lifetime of more pains awaiting me. Hence, my decision to tell you guys my story hi guys this is Lapisi and this is my story
so I was born into a family I lost my mom at the age of three and after that my dad became my everything I was quite young so I didn't know the meaning of loss and I didn't know how not having a mother by my side would affect me my dad did practically everything for me to make me happy well my dad is just like every other Nigerian father he's a hustler because he knows that he has responsibilities and he has a child without a mother now growing up with my dad I realized how beautiful it is to have the love of a father but I also realized how bad it was because there was no mother there was no one to wake up to every morning and call mom I went to a school around my area because my dad didn't want me to stay far from him at that time we stayed at Suruliri and Everybody advised my dad to drop me and my parents. And they stay at Lekki. Um, my dad refused. Everybody advised my dad to get married to a second wife and at least have a mother to take care of me. It was getting so serious. The pressure was so much on him that... He just had to yield. I was at around seven to eight years. I think eight years, yes. When he just came on this very sunny afternoon and introduced a fair tall woman to me and said, Um, Labisi, how are you? I want you to meet your new auntie to be. Her name is Sylvia <laughs> I was eight years but I wasn't that daft my new auntie to be or you mean my new mother I didn't even want a mother life was perfect for us the way it was I still didn't get why people were always complaining and telling my dad he needed to get the mother for me I needed to have a woman's touch I was beginning to behave like a man for Christ's sake what is the problem I love my life with my father. I don't want any auntie. I don't want any living mother. I don't want anything. I don't even. I don't want anything. But people just didn't get it. They all thought it would be better to have a woman around me, so they would teach me how to behave like a woman. <laughs> okay. Fast forward to when the woman came around. Um, he introduced her. I said, okay. Hi, Auntie Sylvia. <laughs> the woman was kind of wholesale. And I just looked at her and I laughed. Then after she left, I told my dad I didn't want her. He stopped seeing her. Or at least he stopped bringing her home. Not that much I knew. But he always took her calls whenever she called and he always called back and stuff like that so i knew they were still together they're probably just waiting for the right time 
when I just decide uh, I want to be with a mother or I need a mother. Then I became 11. <laughs> he hosted a birthday party for me when I was 11 and hmm, Sylvia, once again, Sylvia, <laughs> this time around, she came fully prepared. My birthday was supposed to be on a Wednesday and she came like on a Friday. Only for that to tell me she was going to help me prepare for my birthday. Oh, those days were like hell to me. Because I don't want her around. I never even wanted her around. She just had this bossy attitude. With her wig, her long curly wig she was always putting on. And funny enough... I never seen her without makeup. Like, was it so bad that she couldn't show her real face? I wonder what my dad even saw in her. Because I would never want to look like that in front of a man. But well, Sylvia had a body any man would die for. Her cuffs were just on point. As quite young, I knew that much. I knew that every man wanted a woman that was fully loaded, front and back. <laughs> uh, and my dad is certainly a man. He's a man, so I didn't expect much. And to Sylvia stayed on Friday. Then dad went to work on a Saturday, on the Saturday. Yeah, and <laughs> she sat me down after I'd, I'd finished taking my bath and everything and told me, uh... <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised very soon she would be staying with me permanently and I'm like staying with who permanent what then she said your dad doesn't know yet but I think I'm having a baby a baby uh-uh. <laughs> at that point I knew something had to be done about Aunt Sylvia ah then I knew what to do I just knew how to handle her I went to meet my friends, and guess what? Guess what? I decided to take law into my own hands. After my friends were consulted, Mary and Martha, they were my friends as at that time, my next door neighbor, and the uh, parents were really nice to me, considering the fact that I had no mom at that time. I had no mom. Not just at that time. I wasn't intending on having a mom. I didn't want a mom. Moms were nice, quite alright, but I just didn't want one. I loved my life perfectly. So, <laughs> I consulted them and they advised me. At that time, they were like 13. But they were way smart. And I just had to follow the advice. <laughs> They asked me to cross a rift between my dad and Auntie Sylvia and make them lose trust in each other. I did just that and I planted messages on my father's phones and on Auntie Sylvia's phone also. So by the time it was Sunday morning, I sent a strict message to each of them and because my dad knew that Auntie Sylvia was nice but wasn't really to be trusted because she knew how ladies could be. 
he always checked her phone. He wasn't secure at that time. So immediately he got the message. He checked his phone and checked Aunt Sylvia's phone. She wasn't in the room. And immediately he got the message. <laughs> I already saved the contact on Aunt Sylvia's phone without her finding out. She thought she was smart, Abby. She wanted to come and ruin my perfect life. <laughs> so I, my dad came in, took the phone, saw the message, and he didn't react. <laughs> he just smiled and shook his head. I knew at that time that I had succeeded in making them lose trust in each other. Fast forward to Monday morning, my dad was about leaving for work. Then I kind of mentioned something about trust and his work and him having another lady at work. And Sylvia, as dumb as she was, decided to check my dad's phone and saw the message. <laughs> and when my dad came, she acted like everything was okay. <laughs> nice plan, I thought to myself. Then my dad left for work. Uh, <laughs> during the day, she called someone on the phone while I was allegedly in my room. And she was talking to the lady about how she would make my dad send me to a boarding school or probably look for something to do with me get rid of me or something because she couldn't cope with having me remind her and her future family which is my dad <laughs> of my mother who my dad is not even supposed to forget in the first place ah then at that point, I got more pissed off. I got more agitated. I caused lots of problems for them. And they didn't even know I was the one causing these issues. They lost trust in each other. And <laughs> Sylvia got pissed off at the point and couldn't hold, in it, hold it in any longer. She decided to tell my dad once and for all that she was pregnant and she was going to about the baby my dad was surprised to hear that she was pregnant because he didn't even know that she wanted a child with him at least not yet because they agreed on something and i wasn't even done with school yet <laughs> i wasn't about to be done anytime soon and sylvia or now told my dad but that was after she had taken whatever it is she took she was already bleeding and i felt really bad though because seeing her bleed was a really funny sight but i just needed my dad so hence the decision she was already bleeding and before they could work things out and everything and realize that they were both scammed <laughs> i was adorable she already lost baby <laughs> then I had my dad all to myself again, and Aunt Sylvia looked at me after she had settled with my dad, and she called me small witch. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing, but at least I was done with Aunt Sylvia and her problems at that time. I grew older. My dad still was single after Aunt Sylvia's whole ruckus, and I liked it that way. I wanted him to be happy, but I just knew he needed a better person than Aunt Sylvia. She was way too selfish for anybody's good. 
I grew older and, well, at the end of the day, I got, I became 17 years. I was fresh out of secondary school and I had the whole world to myself at that time. Also, I thought <laughs> then I was enrolled in this tutorial right beside my house and, well, I like the fact that it was beside my house because I wouldn't have to stress. But along the line, after like two weeks of going to this tutorial, I just realized that ah, there were plenty of disadvantages of having to go to a tutorial just right beside your house. So I switched things up and I lied to my dad and he changed schools, he changed tutorials, I mean, and yeah. I got to another tutorial where I met this person. <laughs> uh, that's all for this week. Next week, I'll tell you about this dream guy I met and how he changed my life. For good, I don't know. For bad, I can't really say. But he sure did have an impact on my life, which would never be forgotten. Cost me pains, cost me happiness, and still cost me excitement. Just listen. Thanks.